listening to Raising Perdition, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. This podcast is for anyone who wants more Supernatural content or anyone just starting the show. I'm Beth Brin. I'm Hannah Barrow. And I'm Abby Jo Morton. And we're your hosts. Let's jump in. Raising Perdition is intended for adult audiences, and our episodes may contain PG-13 and R-rated language. We advise listener discretion for discussions of violence, sexual assault, eating disorders, and other topics some listeners may find disturbing. We want to empower you, our audience, with the knowledge you need to make healthy decisions about how and if you should consume this podcast content. Welcome back. You're listening to Raising Perdition. I'm one of your hosts, Beth. I'm here with my co-hosts, Hannah and Abby Jo. How are y'all doing? Good, good. How are you? Doing good. Today we have a very special guest. We have Jacob. Hi, guys. Hi, Raising Perdition. <laughs> we just got a notification that a package was delivered. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> a birthday it. Boom, present. Boom. It's my birthday present. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, my God. Birthday. She can open it on the podcast. <laughs> That'd be oh sweet. Live. It's like out here at like October. two months later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I don't know why that's so funny, but, but it is. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. This week, we are talking about episode 12 of season four, Chris Angel is a Douchebag. This episode was directed by Robert Singer and written by Julie Siege. Um, Robert Singer is one of our executive producers throughout the entirety of the show. He's also directed recently um, episode eight, Wishful Thinking, episode five of the season, Monster Movie, stuff like that. Um, Julie Siege. So this is her second uh, episode that she's written for us. Last episode was, it's the great pumpkin, Sam Winchester. So Julie Siege has just like a few episodes compared to like other writers in Supernatural. And she has a very interesting list. And I can't wait for us to keep exploring it. (laughs) Well, like just these two, it's like, it's the great pumpkin, Sam Winchester is important. (laughs) And then this one. (laughs) Right. <laughs> like, there's, like, one thing in this episode that's, like, arguably important. The rest is just, like, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's just Julie. That's just, she's, she's like a pendulum. She goes back and forth between, like, impactful episodes. And then just, like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I like way that. to go, Julie. You just, you just yeah. write what you feel is necessary. I like a good balance. <laughs> Yeah. Good balance. Whatever your heart tells you to write, you write it. Um, So this episode takes place in Sioux City, Iowa, at a magic conference. Very cool. (laughs) (laughs) Magic convention. Um, There is no timeline, but it's probably like the beginning of 2009, because the last episode was in December 2008. So, just a guess. So, yeah. Just a guess. So... In this episode, Sam and Dean are drawn to a magic conference because of a mysterious death. They make a connection to three older musicians, Jay, Charlie, and Vernon, after another mysterious death takes place that looks a lot like Jay's magic act. Charlie dies and comes back as a 28-year-old and tells Jay and Vernon he uses real magic and wants them to join him, but Jay says no and basically kills Charlie. After the magic events are over, Sam tells Ruby he's back in with her plan because he doesn't want to be doing this when he's an old man. Mm. Like, mm. the shade. The shade towards the old men in this episode. Yeah, like, <laughs> old? Alone? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I can't not. wait for you to listen back to this, Hannah. 
because you said he meets up with three other musicians. (laughs) (laughs) The scream you just brought is so funny. (laughs) No one, I didn't see any reaction. I didn't give a reaction. I looked at Jacob, I went, he was like, I know. Um, I did not know at all. I said musicians. I even knew. Who? She tagged you. Who did? No wonder you said it. You were just reading musicians. Musicians. Hey, you do know this is a magic episode, right? Oh, man. Let's do our favorite These are our favorite moments of this supernatural episode. Our favorite moments we're telling you now. Um, I didn't write it down, but I do remember uh, what my favorite moment was. It was when. Um, yeah, that's just how good I am. I, this is my third time doing this. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was when he did the executioner, I believe. Is that what that was called? Mm-hmm. And uh, Dean gets so excited about how great the trick was. Yeah. I love that. Oh, I did actually write something about that in my notes. I said Dean gets it in my notes because I love magic too. So I really felt connected like, to Dean. Right. That now. was amazing. That was freaking amazing. He's so yeah, excited. that was freaking amazing. Uh, go ahead, Abby. Okay. Um, my favorite moment is whenever. They are in Jay's, like, hotel room, and they, like, have him tied up, and then they, like, are talking, and then they turn around. They're like, okay, well, what are we going to do with him? And they're like, okay, and they turn around, and he's gone, and they're like, we should have expected that. Like, just their reaction <laughs> yeah. to it. They're just like, yeah, we really should have known that was going to happen. We should have been coming. And, like, they totally should have. They're so right. <laughs> like totally should have. Um, my favorite moment is when um, they go up to the three old men and Dean's like I could have you arrested and they're like no you can't and he's like we're just actually aspiring musicians like musicians (laughs) oh no oh no no. he's taking over it's infected oh no I promise I did not do that it's gonna happen magicians (laughs) (laughs) I did it on purpose at first but then when you laughed, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't. Um, and I think that that's such, that is a hilarious, like, escalation of being like, oh, yeah, I just was pretending to be an FBI agent because I actually want to be a magician. Right. Um, okay. My favorite moment is when um, Sam and Dean are talking to Vance's assistant in her, like, home. <laughs> motel room i don't know but she's like she's pulling the scarf out of her bag and dean's, dean's eyes get so wide when it just keeps going how long is the scarf thing it's he's, so funny he's, he's never once like, seen a magic show he hasn't no he hasn't i bet he hasn't his eyes keep cutting to it though. he's just like oh my god he's like am i the only, am I the only one seeing this he's like i'm trying to be invested in this conversation but what are you doing right now when it's gonna end Okay, so, oh gosh, this is probably the scene I remember the least. Okay, no, I'll do it though. We just watched the episode. I should remember this. It opens with 
it opens with a guy doing tr- tricks on the sidewalk, right? Mm-hmm. I think he's doing tricks on the You're sidewalk. The yes. And, oh, I, that was the first gasp for me is I really, I really enjoyed that trick. <laughs> so if, if the camera pans up, we see a uh, sign for it's magic week in Sioux city, Iowa. Uh, I've never been, but I heard it's nice, especially mm-hmm. during magic week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then an older magician named Jay is doing card tricks for the bartender. Um, and real quick, Hannah, I don't know if you recognize this guy. Did you recognize this guy? Jay? Jay, I recognized him immediately, and mm-hmm. I started freaking out. He looks very familiar, but I don't know what he's from. He, in the, uh, in the episode LAXmas from New Girl, when they're in the, uh, the uh-huh. he wants to take a run uh-huh. at that. Yes! <laughs> that's him. And, and, and Schmidt. Yeah. Yeah, you dirty I, old I bitch. Him, yeah. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, I said, this is the dirty <laughs> bitch from LAX. Oh, my God. Hey, we not just not recognize that. people from other shows in Supernatural. Well, this like, guy has a very distinct look. So, he. Yeah. <laughs> but, That's yeah, so oh, my good. gosh, I was freaking out. I was like, Hannah's going to love that. So, there's yeah, a guy, yeah. yeah. There's a guy named Vance across the bar. And he's just being a real asshat to this guy. Yeah. And he's talking about how, you know, the he's, because the lady bartender seems very intrigued by these tricks. And she's the guy's so nice. just being, she's being yeah. nice. And the guy's talking about like, oh, you know, he's a hack and stuff. I don't think that's what he says, but you know, that's kind of what he says. And uh, so then he's doing a card trick, and the lady's really into it. And then Vance walks up and pulls the card out and says, "Here's your card," and kind of ruins the trick. So the bartender's like, "Why are you being this to this?" And he says, um, <laughs> "Why are you being this to this?" No, I'm sorry. To she, this, she's yeah. She said, "Why can't you just leave the old guy alone?" Um, and then obviously that hurt Jay's feelings because he is an old guy, but nobody likes being called old. Um, yeah. And so then they're watching, uh, so then cut to them in a theater of some kind and they're watching a guy set up for a show. I thought Chris Angel was going to be in the episode. Um, so they cut to this guy and I'm like, and I write in my notes, so not the real Chris Angel. Because yeah. I thought they got an actor to play Chris Angel. It turns out it's a guy named Jeb Dexter. And they're talking about how, you know, the way they used to be better in the olden days. And how, you know, this guy's all about the hot hot girls and the dove hearts and all that. The and, dove hearts. And so. I think you're ad-libbing a little. Well, and so. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, but he's. Uh, and then Jay's like, he may be a douchebag. But he's, you know, selling out the arenas and saying he's playing the main stage while they can't even afford an assistant. That's what they say. So we get an idea that these old magicians are struggling a little bit. Um, and so they're like, they're like telling him like, Jay, you know, we're doing all right. He's like, we're not doing all right. And so he says he's going to do the table of death, which already I'm in. I'm in on anything called the table <laughs> of death. And he says it doesn't care if it kills him. Because at least he'll go out in a headline, which is sad. Um, but you know, hey, I I can I can understand where he's coming from. Mm. Um, so we cut to the show, and there's a small crowd, and Jay gets oh bound to the table. I thought I said booed. I was like, I didn't hear that at all. He gets booed all the way to he, the table. <laughs> all the way to the table. He gets <laughs> that sounds like such a stupid saying. I'm gonna yeah. boo you all the way to the table. <laughs> <laughs> and uh <laughs> And the bindings are tight. Um, 
so that's kind of kinky. And uh, and so then he's laying under all these spikes, and the fuse gets lit, the rope gets lit, which is an interesting way to do this trick. But and so the it's getting lit and it's burning, and he's struggling to get free. And immediately Abby Joe was saying they're too tight, and I'm like, I know. And then I looked at her and said he's trying to kill himself. So he did. yeah, remember that? I, I said am. I think he's trying to kill himself. So, I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm just pretty intuitive. And then. <clears throat> He's mostly telling. Struggles to get cut. He's sure to get cut free. And then, okay. So then we cut back to Vance from the bar and he's on the sidewalk doing some sidewalk things. Mm. And then. Walking. Yes. And then. Yeah, doing some sidewalk activities. Walking on the side. Yeah. And then, and then we see the thing come down on him from the silhouette and we're like, oh no, he's dead. Jay. And then, yeah, we think Jay's dead. And then the curtain comes back. Jay's alive. And I almost gave him a standing ovation until we cut to Vance. And he died by multiple stab wounds. And then the blood trickles down his shirt in a really weird yeah, way. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> but Vance is dead, which I know we're not supposed to celebrate death, but he had it coming. He was, he was a turd. He, had it he was a turd, for sure. Mm-hmm. He was a turd. And death, someone died. Yeah, someone died. Someone died in the cold oven. They did. In the last, in, in the last second. It does happen a lot, but in this season, um, I think in the last episode, Beth's uh, the last one I edited. Sorry, that came out. Um, Beth's like, this is one of only a few episodes where no one dies in the cold open, and then it's like every episode we're like, so no one died in this cold open. <laughs> <laughs> season four, yeah, it's just like we love not killing people in the cold open. <laughs> we're keeping track now. Yeah. See really how many it is. We're not actually counting, but we're saying no. it out loud in the episode. <laughs> I don't understand why Vance has such a big problem at the bar. Like, no one thinks that he's pulling off a card trick for real. Like, everyone knows how no. card tricks work. Like, the bar, mm-hmm. t- it's magic week. Right. The yeah. bartender knows that he's, like, doing some sort of sleight of hand with the cards. It's, wow, you pulled his card, her card out of his pocket. Yes. Right. <laughs> he was going to do that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just, he was probably just going to be like, God. this your card? <laughs> like, it's <laughs> crazy. Like, yeah, Vance is like so unnecessary. Like, he had some issues, for real. Like, yeah. Like, if he had to die, he needs to go to therapy and get that checked out. Like, he's mm-hmm. just... Yeah. He's just mean. Yeah. And also, the fact that his assistant is just like, can you fucking stop? Like, yeah. mm. she like, hates him. She truly does. It's like, Vance, literally, stop. You can have a lot. I just want to have a drink. Um, also, like, why did the bartender have to say, just leave the old guy alone? Like, yeah. Yeah. Did you have to say old? Leave the guy alone. Right. She didn't have to say old. She just not like... Like, it kind of shows that she's, like, humoring him. You know, she's, like, mm. just wanting a good tip. <laughs> right. Oh, and, and I think that's, like, totally fine. Jay is yeah. not being, like, creepy. He's just doing mm-hmm. a card trick. Mm-hmm. So, like, be nice to the man. It doesn't hurt. Like, she's trying to get a tip. Yeah. Like, Vance, what kind of magic are you bringing to the bar? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looks no. like nice. Stolen? Stolen. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. You're going to be heckling someone at the bar and you magic. steal from other people. You steal other people's magic tricks of all things. <laughs> well, <laughs> stones and glass houses. <laughs> and also, not to go there, but your name is Vance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sarah Kate. 
You're you wearing you're trying to be Dracula. You look <laughs> so silly. Also, and early, like later, she's like his precious cape. Like not only do you wear a cape, you wear it very okay. seriously with pride. <laughs> also, Jay's I like in a how nice annoying suit. she is by it. Yeah, Jay's just Jay looks nice. I like Jay. The fuck off, Vance. You deserve something, Vance. And that's just what you got. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so funny that Jacob said the bound, the bindings were a little tight and that's kinky. Because I have feelings about Jay and Charlie in this episode. Oh, God, yeah. think, Me too. Mm, that's what Jay said. <laughs> Me too. It just makes sense. I didn't realize how gay this episode is. <laughs> like, it's so gay. It's so incredibly gay. And it's gay in the way that Supernatural loves to do gay. Yeah. Like, two best friends. Right. They refer right. to each other two best friends in the room. <laughs> in my notes, a recurring theme in Supernatural when they're queer baiting is, he was more than my friend. He was my brother. It's like, fine. Mm. They're, oh. like, they're brothers. They how could they be gay? They, have, they, <laughs> they would literally die for each other, which... I would die for Hannah. Not a great example, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like great the way he's like, I was, I want to spend basically eternity with you. Like, cause you yeah. know, like we're, we're jumping ahead a little, but absolutely not. It's gay. No. It's, it's gay. And then you just throw Vernon in for a pop. Yeah. Molecule. You throw a chief and then it's gay. All the gay. A gay episode. Oh, yeah, I see you, Julie. I see you, Julie. Yeah. So we see Jeb Dexter, he's on the street, and he's doing a card trick, but he's saying it's, like, demon possession and stuff (laughs) that's giving him the power to do it. So Sam and Dean walk up, and Dean calls him a douchebag, which is something that they call Jeb, like, so many times in this episode. They call him Mm -hmm. a douchebag, like, constantly. Um, Because, yeah. But Sam's like, (laughs) that's Jeb Dexter. And, and... And Dean's like, is he famous? And he's like, something like that. Which means that he's not famous. And Sam still knows who he is. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so he wasn't just into magic as a kid. He's into magic now. Um, but Dean is not impressed with the fake demon possession. He doesn't like it. He says it's like phony or it makes him mad. I can't remember what he says. Um, but they walk away and... We learned, that's when we learned that Sam had a magic phase when he was 13. He was like, oh, you must know about all this stuff. Because I forget you're so into this stuff. That's what Dean says to Sam. And Sam's like, I was 13 and it was a phase. And I'm like, a phase that lasted until you're 23? Maybe, yeah. But <laughs> 24. Well, yeah. Maybe, but. Um, but Dean, this is, Dean says it offends him. The magic does. Because. Real magic is deadly. Like a guy dropping dead due to multiple stab wounds from the screen. No one's stabbing him in sight deadly. Mm. <laughs> so. Um, and then this is whenever, this is Hannah's favorite moment when they're talking to the Vance's assistant. She's like, they're like, did he have any enemies? And she's like, he had so many enemies because he would steal so much, so many tricks from other magicians, like all the time. And she's like pulling the, as they're talking, she's like pulling the scarf out the whole time. Which is <laughs> But she says that she found a tarot card in Vance's precious cape, um, which is unusual <laughs> since he hated card tricks. So that's apparently why he was coming at Vance so hard. He, he hates 
card tricks. He's coming at Jay so hard. He hated card tricks so much that he can't even have a card anywhere near him. No, <laughs> no. He he's like, get it away. Um, it's like but, playing cards, tarot cards, holiday cards. Get them out. Any no, cards. no cards. No. <laughs> Debit cards. Anything. No, he, he doesn't believe in that. He believes in cash only. Dave Ramsey. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> On the tarot card, <laughs> on the tarot card is a guy that was stabbed with like a bunch of swords, which is exactly what we saw. Not exactly, but pretty similar to what we saw is the yeah. table of death. Yep. Yes. So true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I absolutely love that we're getting um, Sam witch lore, that he's always been interested in magic because I believe that's like, there's a lot of like evidence that Sam like, uses magic or like he's the one if they ever have to do a spell or anything they use magic second, was it was it ruby a witch mm-hmm. mm, i said sam's a magic girly but mm. he's also attracted to magic girlies <laughs> it gets even um like more so towards the end of the show like yeah. sam just is doing all kinds of magic right if there's <laughs> like, a spell that needs to be done and sam or dean have to perform it it's gonna be sam it's gonna be almost sam. Always sam yeah mm. yeah so I do think like Sam is going unnecessarily hard for these magicians that he doesn't know though. Like yeah. about, like Jeb and stuff. And I'm like, you don't you don't know him personally. He he kind of does seem like a douchebag. Like <laughs> oh, not yeah. even just the way he dresses and stuff, but like later the way he acts. Like yes. he is right. a like he's not a nice guy, so we don't have to defend him. Also, I love that this episode is just purely the CW being like, haha, we can get around like broadcast TV rules and say douchebag a million times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just try us. <laughs> um, I also think the demon possession is in like it's just not a good trick. I think if no. I saw that, I would walk away because I would be like, this is stupid. Um, mm-hmm. It's not real. I don't and even care would... that the card sticks. I'd be like, no, this, you need to work on your acting. <laughs> like, yeah. This performance yeah. is You to believe that? This is stupid. <laughs> if anything, I'd be like, I might think you're a demon because of the fact that the card sticks. <laughs> like, why did the mm-hmm. card stick like that? Um, show me or else but I'm going to exercise you. Jacob said that's like very... Why. Jacob said that's like very Chris Angel. I've never seen oh, yeah. anything by Chris Angel, but apparently that's like what he like he the breathing and all that kind of stuff. That's what Chris Angel he does. Breathes. He oh breathes. God, he breathes. He yeah. Can you believe that? That's crazy. That's yeah, right he does a really good Chris Angel. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, how did Sam have a magic face? Who bought him his little wand and his little everything else for his little magic kit? Thirteen. Because it wasn't John. Yeah. It was Dean. It was Dean. <sighs> and, like, can you, I, I feel like it was probably just a phase because John came home one day and was like, you're not going to be a magician. Oh, yeah. You don't fuck with magic in this house. Get it out. Right. Um, even and though that's fake. <laughs> even though this is fake. Like, this is not okay. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's why Sam never got out of his magic phase because Sam notoriously does anything that John Winchester says he should. And he was like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I won't, I, I can't have my little wand anymore, but I will keep track of all the famous or almost famous magicians. Yeah. <laughs> also, like to have a little wand, that's very funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I just, 
to be sad. Like, I bet, like, Dean, like, watched him and, like, was like, look at Sam having fun. Yeah. Look at his childhood. I wish I had something like that. Which is why when he finally sees real magic shows, he's like, wow. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Jay's in his hotel room and he's talking to his friend Charlie. Um, and Charlie's like, dude, how did you do the table of death? Like, tell me how you did it. Um, and Jay's like, I don't know, I'm just, the, the great ones never tell. And he's like, you were sad, old, and dying yesterday, and today you're one of the great ones. And Jay's like, you didn't think I could do it. And Charlie's like, no, I did not. <laughs> um, great acting by Charlie, since we learned later that he's yeah. the one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and Jay's like, okay, well, watch this. I can now pull three aces, and I could barely pull one. Um, and Charlie's like, well, you're still missing the ace of hearts, but that's pretty cool. Good job. And Jay's like, I want to try the executioner. And Charlie's like, um, Houdini himself wouldn't even try that. And Jay's like, exactly. I need to do something that even Houdini wouldn't do. Um, and Charlie's like, you're pushing your luck. And Jay's like, it wasn't luck. Um, and I just don't, I don't want us to just keep doing birthdays and bar mitzvahs. Um, and Charlie's like, yeah, well, doing birthdays and bar mitzvahs. Mm mitzvahs is at least better than dying um and Charlie's like you know I would do anything for you but I'm not gonna watch you die so I'm gonna miss the show and Jay's like no you won't you're gonna you're gonna be there because you're always there for me um and Jay then tells Charlie to check his pocket and lo and behold it's the ace of hearts so he is actually able to pull all four of them and sneak it on to Charlie um, and Jay's like, I can do it, talking about the executioner trick, and he wants to do it, and then he just asks Charlie, please, and then Charlie agrees. Yeah. That's so know. sad, because he says, uh, well, doing birthdays and bar mitzvahs is better than dying, and Jay's like, is it? Like, in his mind, it's not. Like, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Jay's, like, existential crisis right now is severe. Yeah. <laughs> and Charlie is yeah. exploiting it. <laughs> yeah, he is. I think it's interesting that Jay like <clears throat> needs Charlie's permission. Yes. To do this. Like he is like he's not gonna do it unless Charlie agrees to it. And I'm like, that is just interesting yeah. to me. Like, like he needs someone to help him with the trick, but like he could find anyone to help him like get into the trick. I mean, he could get Vernon, surely. Right. Vernon's a magician <laughs> too. And right. Vernon seems very, he's very happy about he's, Vernon and the he'll do anything. Going to the flow. Vernon is yeah. just there, like, whatever my friends yeah. are doing, that's what yeah. I'll be doing. I'll do it. Um, and this, like, relationship that Jay and Charlie have, like, all three of them are friends. But Jay and Charlie <laughs> just have mm -hmm. a little something deeper, a little something more. It's always about them two specifically. And, like, yeah, just the, like Hannah said, like, wanting Charlie to be support him in this plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. Hmm. One could say that perhaps they're more than friends and not yes. in the brother way. <laughs> right. Supernatural. Yeah. So, in the next scene, we see they're in uh, the, like, dining area. 
at the, I guess, hotel. And we see Jeb Dexter and he's complaining because he's at Magic Week and he's at Jay's show and he has to do this interview thing. Um, but he wants to be in Vegas where Chris Angel is. <laughs> he should be doing all that. Not, not Yeah, Chris. not Chris Angel. Of course not. Mm-hmm. And then Dean comes up and he's like, is one of you Vernon? And he's like, I'm FBI. Here's my badge. And I'm looking into Vance's death. And then we cut back to Dexter, Jeb, and he's doing the interview that I was talking about with Jay. And he's like, wow. And he calls him Jim. And Jay's like, it's Jay. And Jeb is like, it's okay. We can just like cut it. We can fix it later. I don't care. Like I truly couldn't care less. And so he's a douchebag. And Vernon calls him that. (laughs) And Dean's like, I could not agree more. That's crazy. I said that earlier. (laughs) And then Dean asks Vernon if the tarot card that was on Vance looks familiar because Vernon uses tarot cards in his act. And Vernon's like, I used to when I actually had an act. I don't do that anymore. And Dean's like, well, do you know anyone who might use them now? And Vernon's like, oh, yeah, there's a guy on Bleecker Street. And Charlie's like, yeah, yeah, there is. And Vernon says Vance crossed him a few years ago, and it was like $50,000 in royalties. And so Dean's like, oh, that sounds good. And so they're like, yeah, here's the address. You just need to go and ask for chief. And Dean's like, period. Thank you. Thank you so much. Sneaky. Sneaky old mm-hmm. men playing a trick. Yeah, I do like it's like very, very much bestieism being like, oh yeah, absolutely. Like they just like feeding off of each other. They already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like skipping ahead a little, like the fact that they both know where they're sending him to this seemingly like gay club also yeah. improves the theory that they're all gay for each other. <laughs> like they just have like, especially like they've been they, in those spaces. Just- Right. They're just in Sioux City, Iowa, but I don't think they're from here. Like, it sounds like right. they travel. Yes. So, like, but it's not like they frequent this. Like, they've heard of it a bunch or something. Like, it mm-hmm. sounds like they've been there. They know. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I said why Dean was walking here. That I thought that the uh, Sanctum Sanctorum was on Bleecker Street. Um, it's not Dr. Strange that we meet here. No, um, it is on Bleecker the, Street, though. You're right. But it's in New York City, not in, in oh my Sioux gosh. City, Iowa. <laughs> so. so I I don't think I realized this episode was in Sioux City, Iowa until we started this episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's probably why they did it. That, yeah, that yeah, I don't think that's crazy. Yeah, I was not thinking at all that this episode was in Iowa. Well, I thought that I was like, I don't. When he said it, I was like, I don't think they're in New York, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dean rarely ever go, go to New York. Cities. Yeah. Okay. Also, like, they love were them. they just going to go see Dr. Strange? <laughs> you think Maybe. we're going to see that in Supernatural? <laughs> yeah, that's who it is. That's who Chief is. That would have been, yeah, maybe this is a variant of Dr. Strange. <laughs> that would be so funny. Very BDSM variant. Yeah. Um. So Dean's walking down a dark alley, and he knocks on a door, and he says he's here to see Chief. Um, and immediately I'm like, this isn't a magic shop. I've never seen a magic shop look mm. like this before. Um, so the guy lets him in, takes him down the stairs, and uh, we hear a lot of loud music. I actually had to turn it down a little bit right at this part because it was very loud. Um, and so guy comes out in what I can only describe as a full leather suit, I believe. Is yeah. that correct? With some leather whips. And uh, he said, uh, Dean is really going to get it tonight, big boy. 
um, which is immediately just that sounds awful just coming out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> and so he calmly smiles and said there's been a misunderstanding. He thinks he's been had, which is very clear at this point that he has been had by these little gay magicians. Mutant magicians. I, I went to say musicians. I went to say musicians. And it's coming and for so, you, yeah, yeah. And then he said, "You ain't been had till you've been had by the chief." Period. Uh, which has to be Period, true. Chief. Yeah, that, that doesn't seem like it's a lie. I believe um, it. Yeah, you haven't experienced Sioux City until you've experienced the chief. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of just stare at each other for a moment, and the chief asks Dean what his safe word is. And that's when Dean is like, mm, like makes a face and then walks out, which I'm actually curious. We don't see him is. walk out. That's true, I guess. I guess we, we do don't. And we don't know how long he's Dean there at all. There's a gap. <laughs> like the next, the next scene is Sam, seemingly at the same time as this. He's at their hotel room, and then the next scene is them both meeting up. And Sam's changed. Yes. Close. There has been so, like, a significant time gap. Mm. Um, also, I think Dean's new chief. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. <laughs> I, think, I think so too. First, just pointing out that this is one of those situations that somehow Sam Winchester is never in, and it's always Dean. Yeah. Mm. Why? Why is Dean always in these situations of where something is ex- like gay things are happening, whether Dean is in favor of them or not? Like he's yeah. there. Interesting choice. Yeah. Right. Also, Dean is very, very calm throughout all of this. He doesn't seem disgusted at all until the very end when Chief is like, hey, what's your safe word? And so, like, people use that to be like, see, he's clearly disgusted by being with a man. I would argue that he's uncomfortable being with a man right now in a situation where he would need a safe word. Like, right. mm-hmm. just saying no isn't enough. Right. And Dean has just experienced hell. Yeah, mm. I think a, yeah, that's like a lot of people too. Even though, even if not, mm-hmm. not like, yeah. I think a lot of people are uncomfortable with the idea of needing a safe word. If mm-hmm. it was yeah. a, you know, like, I don't think that's it, it's something that makes it inherently not gay. Yes. right. Or like him I, not into it. I, I think he maybe he's just not into needing a safe word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> because like he's just kind of like, man, I think I've been had. Like we've had a misunderstanding. Like. All of it is fine. He's just kind of like, and then yeah. they put the disgusted reaction at the end. Right? Yeah. Mm. So I would argue Dean was not disgusted. He was just like, yeah. wow, what an unexpected thing to happen. Right. Yeah. I also think like the way uh, when when Chief first comes out and he's like, you're gonna get it tonight, big boy, or whatever. So um, the way <laughs> Dean smiles, he's he looks very like. Not embarrassed, but like shy. Like he's mm-hmm. like, oh, he looks flustered. He looks like, yeah. That's what right. I, I was like. Oh my gosh, he literally looks like he just got flustered here. Like, yeah, he does. Um, also, like, there's things that happen like later on in Supernatural where I would argue that the chief would definitely be like part of Dean's type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, I can't really expand on that too much. But for those who know, no, I'm thinking yeah. of like season eight um right. so <laughs> yeah that. also 
when Dean first gets to this place, the guy that opens the door, um, it's like, it's really dark. And so maybe he's just trying to see, but Dean fully looks like he's checking the guy out. Like he's like mm-hmm. trying to see what he's wearing and stuff. And he's like, they, they show Dean like getting, trying to get a closer look. And so I'm like, I just don't feel like they were thinking about what they were doing here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they were just messing it up. Also, Dean knocks on this door. This random man comes to the door and is like, what do you want? And he's like, I'm here to see Chief. And that guy is like, yeah, that checks out. Right. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And you know that Dean is like thinking in the back of his head, like, okay, so what about me? When I knocked on this door, made them think right. like, oh, absolutely. You're looking for the Chief to do some BDSM sex stuff. Right. Right. And there's going to be like an episode soon where I feel like Dean is also going to have to like contemplate like things that happened to him and like his choices and like what about him makes certain things happen that is arguably very gay. <laughs> so yeah. like, um, so Sam is, is at their hotel room and he's doing research. And there's a knock on the door. He goes over and he like, ugh, he like sighs, and it's Ruby. Um, he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, the whole world's about to get up in hellfire and what you're in a magic town what are you doing here like what are, i'm so confused she's like you realize that 34 of the seals have been broken i've missed some things <laughs> we yeah. all have yeah, yeah. Have, <laughs> seals have been breaking and we have not had episodes about them <laughs> no a lot of seals are breaking more than half Lilith, Lilith be breaking seals and we're just supposed to I, pretend like that's not happening i love ruby being like 34 that's over half. Like, yeah, <laughs> I love when people talk stupid to Sam. So <laughs> I know she's like, that's over half, you dumb dumb. How many seals are there? Sixty six. Actually, there's a lot of seals, but only sixty six have to be broken for Lucifer. Yes. Ah, uh, the books Rise. of the Bible. Oh my God, there are sixty six books in the Bible. There are. Damn, I didn't even think about that, Jacob. Wow. Mm. I've never yes. thought about that. Mm. Me either. That's what you get what? when you bring a pastor onto the Wait, podcast. When you bring a pastor, <laughs> he didn't even go to church today. What a coincidence! Neither did I. How yeah, me either. <laughs> um, dessert. That's crazy though, Jacob. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. No problem, guys. Yeah, I never ever thought of that. I ever. think there's 66 weeks in the bottom. There are. There are. Yeah, Let's there name are. them. I thought that was just one more. <laughs> I always thought it was crazy because I was like one more six and that's six 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 and that's you know the mark of the beast or whatever. So I it's definitely sixty six. Um I just that's crazy. That's like a fact I know. So it's just wild yeah. that that didn't You could tell me any number and I feel like that sounds right. Like like a little bit higher of a number. I would not know at all. She says that the angels are losing this war and that someone has to step up and Sam's like, it's supposed to be me. And Ruby's like, Yeah, it is. Um and then we see, wait, oh my gosh, wait, I went down. I went to the wrong thing. He asks where, she's like, he's like, and where would you really like me to start? And she's like, if you quit dicking around here, there's bigger fish. And if the seals are being broken, you might want to go after the one doing the breaking. And he's like, Lilith? And she's like, yes. If you cut the head off the, like, you're the only one that can stop her. And you need to cut the head off the snake. And Sam's like, I want, yeah, sure. I'm right there with you. I also want to kill her, but it like, I can't do the psychic. It's not the psychic thing I have a problem with. Like, he doesn't have a problem with doing his psychic stuff. It's something else. Which, what is it? I don't, I still don't know. Um, <laughs> but Ruby says, that she's like, I know what you have a problem with. But, like, tough. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Like, sorry. And Sam's like, no, not I won't. Um, <clears throat> and Ruby 
She's like, this would all be so much easier if you just admitted that you like it. That feeling that it gives you. Mm. Like, the feeling that it gives to you. Which I feel like I'm just really not going to like when I find out what it is. Um, I'm not going to like to have that knowledge that he likes it. Um, Anal. And so, mm? I'm sorry. Anal. <laughs> they could, oh, I didn't know they could hear it. <laughs> Sam. There's a microphone, Jacob. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> You've been talking the whole time just like this. Um, but Sam says, you don't, like, you don't know what you're talking about, Ruby. And Ruby's like, okay, sure. And then she gets up to leave and she's like, if Lucifer rises, we'll have more than a demon problem um, than we have right now. And the ocean's full of people. And oceans full of people will die. So you just need to let me know when you're ready. But at one point, she's like, she I don't remember where she turns to Sam. And she's like, talking about Lilith. She's like, you just need to kill the little bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> so true. Period. Period. Sam's like, Sam's like, I totally agree. How? Because like, I won't do what we've been doing. Right. Lilith is a demon that, the one that had the contract with Dean that sent him to hell. Oh, uh, so not the devil. I was thinking that <laughs> no, was Lucifer. Well, I don't know if Lucifer is the Lucifer devil. Lucifer is the devil. Well, okay, he is. Well, Lucifer is always the devil. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if they had but like a Lilith, cute little name for Lilith the devil. Lilith is trying well, to break the, the devil, 66 like, seals the devil. to get Lucifer to rise. Okay. She wants to bring Lucifer here. onto Earth. The difference here is that Lucifer is locked in hell in a cage. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and that's what the 66 seals are. They're 66 locks to get him out of where he's locked in. So and she's broken 34 of them. Oh, why'd she do that? Because she, she's a demon. She won. Ruby she's is? A demon. No, no, no. Lilith yes. Is yes. Oh, oh. Ruby is but also a demon. demon. <laughs> Ruby seems so nice. Ruby's a demon. Ruby's a lying liar who lies. Maybe she was pretty. Maybe that's what it was. Not mm. nice. Maybe she was pretty. She is pretty. Yeah. Mm, that's, is, that's probably what it was. With Sam, not Dean. She's reluctantly ever around Dean. But like, yeah. Yeah. Ruby is trying to get Sam to kill Lilith because Ruby has told him that she doesn't want Lucifer to rise. That she is on oh. his She's an interesting Dean. So why, is Dean not okay with killing Lilith? Killing Killa Yes, but Dean hates Ruby. Oh. Because Ruby's a demon. That Sam, yes, he also hates that Sam is using psychic powers to kill demons. He thinks that's not good for him. Oh, well, he'll be fine. And and Sam and Ruby fucked, (laughs) and Dean doesn't like that either. Oh, fantastic. Who would? (laughs) I'm sorry. It was really aggressive. Oh, really? Yeah, like, Mm. yeah. You saw, you saw yeah, a lot. You saw a lot. Yeah, for a, really? for a CW yeah. show, it was like, yeah. oh. Sam picked her up like by her legs, like because she's yeah. so little. Right. She's so tiny. He's so large. He like literally picked her up. Wow. Yeah. What you season say, number? Well, she's Just a demon, I'm... but Sam, <laughs> Sam is the one being aggressive, which is funny. Yeah. It's not her. Oh. It's him. Um, Jacob's wondering so... what the timestamp is on that episode. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, about the scene, <laughs> I think that Ruby's, like, tactics for trying to convince Sam to kill Lilith is very interesting. She definitely, like, goes through waves of, like, how she's trying to get him to do it. First, she's, like, kind of rude to him, like, being, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, there's bigger things to, like, to do. And then she's, like, well, won't you admit you like whatever it is that they've been doing? And then she uses, like, okay, well, people are going to die. So, like, it's, like, very different. Yeah. She's just switching quickly to try to get Sam what she wants yeah what do you think they're doing Abby what is the secret thing I'm really afraid they're gonna have to like 
sacrifice someone or something like that. Which, mm. if they are and Sam likes killing people, I'm going to have a lot of issues with that. So. Sure. Naturally. Naturally, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> I would say that most people would say that, like, sacrificing other people, even in the name of the greater good, is it's usually frowned upon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless it's Vance. <laughs> yeah, so true. Um, I in an episode recently they talked about like there was something that Ruby said that was like what we've been doing, and I asked you like what have they been doing, and you were like I assume just the psychic thing. So now we know I don't there assume is that anymore. something other than just mm-hmm. the psychic thing. Yeah. yeah, and Sam has no yeah. problem with the psychic thing. He's like Dean, who cares? Like, like if it was if it's just psychic cool. stuff, easy peasy. Yeah, but there's some added thing that he has to do that he does not like. Or he says he doesn't, but he does. He likes, but he doesn't want to do it. He likes, but he doesn't want to do it. He says he doesn't like it. and then He has a problem with it. That doesn't True. necessarily mean he doesn't like it. It's a moral <laughs> like, dilemma. I shouldn't like it. Mm-hmm. And so I have a problem with it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So we're back at the hotel stage area, eating area, wherever. And Sam's just there standing. And Dean comes up to ask if he found anything. Um, so a significant chunk of time has passed. Um, Sam's like, no. Sam asks if Dean found anything, and Dean says nothing he wants to talk about or think about. So, anyway. Um, Vernon tells Charlie that Jay is crazy um, and asks if Charlie even tried to stop him to do the executioner trick, is what they're referring to. Um and Charlie says he did try, but there's just something in Jay's eyes. Um, and Vernon's like, okay, well, you're both crazy then. Um, Sam and Dean walk up. Dean brings up the chief. And Charlie's like, what? Not your type? Dean doesn't say no. He just laughs a little and says that he could have them arrested. And Charlie and Vernon are like, mm, how could you have us arrested? You're not real cops. And they're like, uh, what? And like, we could, we could tell your badge was fake, man. We've been conning people a long time. You're going to have to do better than that. Um, and so that's when Sam and Dean are like, <laughs> you got us. We're aspiring magicians. <laughs> <laughs> um, and our new show is a brother act and we're just trying to like learn some tips and stuff. And they're like, oh, okay. Sounds real. Um, and Charlie says that they want to learn something and they should stick around for Jay's show. Charlie says that he tried to convince Jay until he was blue in the face he really didn't. <laughs> he really didn't. He really didn't try that hard. At least from what we saw. Which he said he was going to do it. He know. was like, even Houdini wouldn't do that. And he was like, exactly. And he was like, don't do it. I don't want you to die. And he was like, I'm going to do it. And Charlie was like, okay, I'll be there. Okay. Yeah, he was like, here's this card trick. <laughs> yeah, he said, here's this card trick. Look like, how good I am at cars. And he said, you're good. He said, if you go. Can- if you can pull four aces, then you can definitely get out of a straight jacket and out of a noose. Yeah. yeah. That's, those are they're correlated. Comparable. Yeah, they're comparable. <laughs> Same skill set. Um, we pointed out the time gap. Dean doesn't want to talk about it or think about it. And that's oh, that that tracks because he's the king of repression. So even if anything yeah. did happen, he is going to just push that down and not, mm. and not talk about it. Um, and then he doesn't say that the chief wasn't his type. He just says, I will arrest you. <laughs> so, he said, I will. <laughs> Don't talk about that. Okay, so Jay is on stage. It is his magic show. And 
he is like, all right, I'm going to do the executioner. And we get a little cutscene over to Jeb in his hotel room and he's listening to music and it's really loud and he's looking at himself in a mirror and he's just not paying any attention to anything around him, which is really important later. Mm. Um, and then Jay is being put into a straitjacket, and he's like, I have one minute to escape certain death, which is a noose around his neck. And he's standing on like a table and I guess the trap door break, like opens after a minute and we see the curtain closes and we see like his silhouette from the light behind him and he's trying to get free, of course. And then back to Jeb's, there's a rope already tied in a noose and it starts to slither up the ceiling. And then we're back. <laughs> the clock is ticketing. Oh, is it? Wait, where? <laughs> It nowhere. Is. It's nowhere. The clock is ticketing. <laughs> the clock is ticketing. And mm. we're oh, the clock is ticking. And mm, Dean that makes like, more sense. This is when Dean's like, I don't think he's gonna make it. And we see Jay, the timer runs out. Jay gets hanged behind the curtain still though so we don't like see everything of course and everybody's like oh my god and then we're back to jeb and the uh rope has like wrapped itself around the ceiling fan and it like slithers down jeb doesn't see it in the mirror even though we see it in the mirror so i feel like he should um but he don't and he gets he gets hung instead and then jay's totally fine and dean's like that was amazing that was freaking amazing and sam's like that wasn't humanly possible Mm-hmm. And find out that Jeb is dead because yep. he just got hanged from a ceiling fan. So that's usually what happens. I hate that they choose to do the fucking rope realistic, like like an actual rope hangs him because Vance didn't get stabbed by multiple stakes right. or knives. Um, and I don't mean like beef stakes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Mm. Like, he just, it looks like he does, but there's not actually, it's like a bunch of knives just appeared on the sidewalk and stabbed him. Why did they do the rope thing? Why didn't they just, like, have it, like, the illusion, like, it looks like he's being hanged, but nothing's there. I hate the CGI of the rope. It does not age well. So, Sam and Dean are back at the hotel, and they're doing some research on Jeb. Oh, Oh, okay, Jay, yes. Yes, they're doing research on Jay. And apparently he was big enough back in the 70s to perform at Radio City Music Hall, which is very big. That is, especially for a magician, that's a musician, magician, that's huge. Um, And so (laughs) Sam says, what got Jay stuck in the where are they now file Uh, is that they is that he got old. Um, and so Dean theorizes that maybe Jay is using real magic to stage a comeback, uh, which is a good theory, um, which is what I thought at the time. And then uh, Sam says it's possible maybe a spell to do a death. Transference? Transference? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, transferring the death. Yeah, involving the tarot mm-hmm. card somehow. Dean says that he hopes that he dies before he gets old. Sam asks Dean if he thinks they will. I feel like if I were watched more of Supernatural this would be a lot more uh, there would be a lot more to this conversation um, <laughs> so it's yeah. so Dean saying yeah and so Dean says that haven't they both already 
and then says he doesn't think they'll be chasing demons when they're 60. He thinks they'll be dead for good, which is very sad. And Sam looks sad when he says that. Um, and then he asks Sam if he wants to end up like Travis or Gordon. I don't know who those people are, but I'm sure they're <laughs> dead. No, they're not dead. They're old. No, they're dead. They're dead. They're old and dead. Um, they weren't that old, then, but they are dead. <laughs> Sam says there's Bobby, and Dean jokes that Bobby's the poster child for growing old gracefully. We love Bobby, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. We love, love Bobby. And then Sam says maybe they'll be different, and Dean asks what kind of Kool-Aid he's drinking. Jim Jones reference. Mm. Um, and then, let's see, Dean says it ends bloody or sad. That's just the life. Dean's very negative. In yeah. um, the episodes of Supernatural I've watched, he's very negative. Um <laughs> And then Sam asks, what if they could win, put an end to all of it? And so we get, he's talking about what Ruby was talking about. And then Dean asks, if there's something Sam isn't telling him, Sam says, no, he's a liar. Um, He said, but what if they could cut the head off the snake? Exactly what Sam's lying about. Um, And then (laughs) Dean says, the problem is the snake has a thousand heads, which is, seems overwhelming. There's always something else. Sam reluctantly says Dean's right. Um, even though Sam knows he's wrong, right? Is he wrong? I don't know. Not necessarily wrong. I mean, he's just saying that if you cut the head off, Lilith, oh, right. there's, uh, there's like, what do you say? Like hundreds of bad bitches out there or something like that. Mm. He didn't say bad bitches. He didn't say bad bitches. But... That's a Lizzo lyric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's hundreds of bad bitches out there. Mm-hmm. And then Sam goes to track down Jay and Dean researches the tarot card. Yes. That is exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's all true. They're forgetting about Rufus when they're talking about old hunters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's met him. Um, yeah. Because he's Sam alive. Hasn't, but I would also, I would argue that you would classify him with like the Bobby thing though. Like, yes. Is it like a good thing of how right. Rufus turned out? But, right. they're, but they're alive. Right. right. <laughs> um. This is a heavy conversation. It's a conversation that a lot of people like to bring up to like show like how Dean feels about death um, and how he like is very certain that he's not going to survive to be old. Um, to which I say always there's a difference between assuming there's no hope and like actually wanting this thing. Like Dean can't let himself hope to live longer because he doesn't have any. He doesn't. Right. He just doesn't. He, already, he literally already died once. <laughs> right, look, which is very funny. Like as an aside, like he looking died at Sam, a lot of times. <laughs> like looking at Sam and being like, "Haven't we already died?" Like, right. that that proves that like it's just not. It's not in the cards for us, Sam. Um, so yeah, I think like assuming that he's gonna die doesn't equate to wanting to like die as a hunter. Like that doesn't. They don't have to be the same. Like I know he says, "I hope I die before I get old." But I just, I feel like Dean's more talking about, like, the effects of being alone Mm -hmm. and, like, doing the job that you've done your whole life and not being able to because you're older. Um, Not necessarily, like, he literally wants to not reach old age. (laughs) Right. I think he, yeah, I think he's saying that in the same way that a lot of young people talk about not wanting to be old. Like, because that's before the serious conversation happens. He's just saying, like, oh, man, I don't want to be old. Right. But don't you? Let's talk about this. And (laughs) Dean's like, let's get really deep. Yeah. (laughs) Dean's like, not, I didn't expect that. Um, And then, 
Dean has such a good point that like their history shows that they get through like one big bad, another one just rises on up to take its yeah. place. It is usually worse. Like yeah, so yeah. true. It's it's because Supernatural is a TV show. You know they have to like keep amping up the. the right, there's the 15 game. seasons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you where, think like, some of us would love to just watch episodes of where they just live a happy life right typically that's not good television <laughs> well at least not when you're doing a police show right <laughs> like it doesn't it just doesn't work it doesn't work for that like if it were like new girl it mm. would it would be perfect the mm-hmm. same cast but in like a new girl setting you'd be able to see all kinds of fun i would stuff. love fan fiction coming near you yes <laughs> That would be so good. Um, I also, I just think it's, like, so crazy that they're, at, they're like, calling Jay and Charlie and Vernon, like, so old. They're only, like, 60. Yeah. Like, it's, a, like, they're acting like 60-year-olds have, like, one foot in their grave. Right. <laughs> like, I know so many 60-year-olds who are, like, so young still. Yeah. Especially just, for magic. Like, you could do right, magic sure. when, you're, when you're so old. Like, they're... Yeah. Like, it's maybe not, like, slipping knots and, like, getting out of handcuffs, but there's different kinds of matching. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just, like, kind of an issue because it's, like, this the network, really, not even the show itself, but just being, like, 60s old and nobody wants to be old and it's mm-hmm. gross and you can't do anything and i just think that's mm-hmm. not, like i don't want to be old either but like 60 does not seem that old to me no. like especially when people live to be like 90 like you saw 30 more years right. that's like a that. long time <laughs> like a long i'm time. not 30 yet that's right. more than the life i've lived like that's crazy yeah, yeah i just think it's so, it's silly and it's also like kind of kind of sad it's like not that like you know there's not that Sam and Dean, like, go on to be, like, like in the show. Like, it's only 15 seasons. But, like, 15 seasons is a long time of, like, showing them, like, like their lives or whatever. Like, like Dean is in his 40s, like, by the time the show yeah. ends. Like, it, it's oh, interesting yeah. that the, the network was, like, 60s old. But we still want to keep putting this show out for 10 more years. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Because also, like, it'd be one thing if Sam and Dean were just like, oh, these men are so old, but the men weren't, like, hating themselves for being 60, you know? It's, like, the entire point of the episode. Um, And then Sam is clearly being swayed by Ruby. He's using the exact verbiage that she's using, trying to justify him to himself by talking it out with Dean. So, Um, so... They're at Jeb's hotel, and Sam meets up with Dean. Dean tells him, he's like, the police think it was a suicide, but Dean found Dean found another tarot card. Um, it was the hangman. Um, and Dean's like, I think they're black magic targets. And the connection um, is that Vance and Jeb have been jerks to Jay. So they're like, you know, Vance was mean to Jay, then Jeb was mean to Jay, like... He's clearly doing something and Dean asks like oh did you are like did you see you still have track of Jay and he's like he, he slipped he slipped me and he's like he slipped you he's like 60 and Sam's like he's a magician <laughs> he's like also again like as if a 60 year old can't like evade somebody like, <laughs> right. with like a cane and he's just like crawling along like he's, <laughs> so he's like a perfectly and... capable man 
Right. He's just a man. So Sam and Dean follow Jay to his hotel room and they break in. They accuse him of using the tarot card. They like push him up against the window, mess and like they're saying he's messing with real magic. Jay's like, magic's not real. It's all fake. I don't I do not know what you're talking about. And Sam and Dean are like, or he like he didn't know that Jeb died. They were like, he said they said something about Jeb found in his hotel room at committed suicide or something. And he's like, what happened to Jeb? Like something happened to Jeb? And so Sam and Dean know something isn't right. Um, because cause Sam says, usually witches are throwing hoodoo at us by now. Um, and he's like, they're like, what are we going to do? And so they tie Jay, but we like cut and they tie Jay to a chair and they're discussing the situation. And um, they say that, you know, like Jay is still benefiting from the deaths. So someone who cares about Jay is doing it for Jay. And they turn around. They're like, they're like, well, let's just ask him. And they turn around and he is not there. He has gotten loose. He has slipped the knots. And then they, they're like, well, he couldn't have gone that far. Like, let's go after him. Um, so they leave the hotel room to go downstairs. But he was in the closet. Um, so sneaky, sneaky Jay. <laughs> Actually, not really. They just didn't think to look in the in the hotel room. That was right um, next to where he was sitting. Right. Uh, so they search downstairs, but the police show up, and Jay's like, them, they're the ones who broke into my hotel room. And so they get arrested. Sam and Dean did not think this out very well. <laughs> like, Mm-mm. this is a scene you would use and be like, okay, so neither of them are smart. <laughs> yeah, they're like, dumb. They're bad hunters. <laughs> Jay has been slipping knots his entire life. <laughs> and they're like, I right. know what to do. Let's tie it's him up. genuinely, like, it's like tying Sam or Dean up. Yes. Or putting them in handcuffs or something. Like, yes. it's not going to hold them. Like, not only are we going to do this, then we're going to turn our back on him. <laughs> to keep it a secret of what we're talking about. You already held him at gunpoint. I feel like he can know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. It has um, to do with him also. Right. Like, he is clearly involved. Even if he's not the one doing it, he's clearly, like, an important piece of the puzzle. <laughs> mm-hmm. And not checking the closet that's right next to the door. Like, big mistake. Huge. Thanks. Please. <laughs> also, it's funny that the like queer coded character was in the closet. Ha ha ha. Love that. So, um, Jay is talking to Charlie, telling him about Sam and Dean. And Charlie's like, those guys were nuts. And you're lucky to be alive. And Jay's like, it is odd, though, how Vance and Jeb both died. And Charlie's like, yeah, it's not like a huge loss, though. Um, And besides, like, you didn't have anything to do with it, Jay, so who cares? Um, And Jay's like, well, he didn't deserve to die. Um, And Charlie's like, what, you believe them? And Jay's like, no, maybe. (laughs) I maybe believe them. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um. And Jay's like, I probably shouldn't, you know, perform. I shouldn't do the the trick. Um, And Charlie's like, okay, but your show is sold out. Like, this is what we've been waiting for. Why wouldn't you do it? And Jay's like, well, the other night doing the table of death, I was fully going to kill myself. um, Mm. And I have no idea how I lived. (laughs) And Charlie's like, Mm. like, you know, surprise, like you're going to kill yourself. Um, and Charlie's like, well, I don't know how you did it, but um, you're back at the top of your game. Um, it's making even Charlie feel young again. 
Um, and Troy's like, whatever's going on, maybe it's from, maybe it's like heaven sent. Like, you just don't throw this sort of thing away. Um, and so Jay does the table of death again. And we see, you know, like Vernon and Charlie are in the background. Charlie walks by Vernon and they make Vernon look suspicious. Like they just zoom in on him. And Jay survives the table of death, but then someone screams. And we see that Charlie is dead. Mm. Yup. So he sure is. D-E-D. He sure is. I know that Charlie is the, you know, the, 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 the big, the bad one in this episode. But like, if he wasn't like someone being like, maybe like people dying for you is heaven sent. Like, and Jay was just like, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Could be. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. <laughs> Why? Yeah. So in the next scene, Sam and Dean show up and they are like, hey, Jay, thanks for dropping charges. And Jay's like, yeah, we got to talk. And Jay says he was just a kid when he met Charlie. He would be he would have been dead by 20 if it weren't for Charlie. And he was he says he was more than just my friend. He was my brother. And that's what I was talking about earlier. Like, oh, we made them seem a little gay. No, they're just brothers. They're brothers. Mm. Don't read into it. And Sam is like, well, whoever did this likes you a lot. Like, they're important to you. And he's like, what about Vernon? And Jay's like, no. And Dean's like, well, he's the only one that really makes sense. And he says, uh, he's like, here's the deal. Real magic is like crack. And people do a lot of surprising things when they get a taste of it. And then we get a little zoom in on Sam because they're really trying to teach us, show us something. And then Jay's like, well, you better be sure about this because Verdon's all I have left. So if I screw this up, it's going to really suck. It's going to be horrible. He's right. And he's right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the queer bait of it all, like, CW, Supernatural, just fucking stop. You, what are you doing? There are no, like, signs that they've had any sort of, like, marriages, wives, like, throughout their entire career. And, like, they've been on the road together this whole time. You're going to look me in the eye and be like, they were just such close friends that they considered each other brothers. Like, just be fucking for real. Like, that's, just, that's not what you were doing. Right. And it's rude <laughs> to just, like, throw that in at the last minute. Um, and then Dean saying that, like, real magic is like crack. And then zooming in on Sam, they're like, don't forget, Sam has something going on that we don't know about. Yeah. Don't forget it. <laughs> something crazy. How does Dean know so much about crack? <laughs> I mean, I think most people know that, like, crack is addictive. Crack is good. Jake. Jake's never had crack. Are you thinking of, like, Christmas crack? Or, like, Mm. something like that? He's like, yeah, "Yeah, every season, I love that stuff. So good. (laughs) He's talking about crack cocaine. Okay. So, old Vern is watching TV. And he gets a call that says he'll meet whoever soon. He has something to tell him anyway. Did we ever find out what he had to tell him? Yeah, yeah, that he's the headliner. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yes. And so Sam and Dean break in to check his room very easily. Um, very, very easily. And his room is like a museum for magic. 
And Sam says Vernon has been on the road his whole life, and everything he owns is probably in this room. That's good context clues by Sam right there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So we cut to Vern meeting Jay, and Vern says, Jay, you're the headliner um, at this theater that we've been at the whole episode. Um, Apparently it's a big deal, even though it doesn't look like that big of a theater. Um, (laughs) This guy used to do Radio City Music Hall. Um, Jay says he can't do it because Charlie's gone. And I'm like, does does Vern not know that yet? Like, he already knew. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And Vern says that Charlie would have wanted him to go on. This very manipulative. Um, This and that this is their shot. Um, So Jay says Charlie's dead. Jay says Charlie's dead again. There's another. He says it one more time. Says Vern. I don't know if you know this. Charlie's gone. He's gone in his life. That's his name. Vernon. But that's Vern is short for Vernon. Okay. When you know him well enough. Okay. okay. You, you do. Know him pretty well. yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Duh. Sorry, and we Jay, asked. Jay says fine about Vance and Jeb, but how would killing Charlie be for him? But then someone cuts in, says not to be so hard on Vern, and here comes old young Charlie. And a young person <laughs> walks in, has a scar just like Charlie. And so Sam and Dean find nothing in Vern's stuff except for a poster from a long time ago that looks a little bit like old Charles. And so we cut back to Jay and Vern and get it confirmed that the young guy is, in fact, Charlie, Mr. Magician Sanchez, or whatever his name was. Oh. No, he had the last name. The great Desertini or whatever his name is. Which was, like, years and years, like... Seemingly, like, they're trying to imply that that poster is so old that, like, even, like, at Charlie's death and he was older, like, that would have been, he would have been still too young for that to make sense. Mm. Um, I don't feel like that's super explicit, but that is what they're trying to to say. Oh, just Vernon being, like, there. (laughs) Just being like, I don't know what you're talking about, like... But then in, like, the next scene, he's like, all right. Like, like Vernon Let's truly do does just, like, whatever's happening, he's like, okay. He's along for the ride. He <laughs> is. He really is. I've never seen Vern do actual magic, so I'm not even sure if he's a magician. He hasn't done a magic act in years, as he said. Yeah. Yeah. He used to use tarot cards. Yeah. Oh, that's just, true, yeah. He just uh, assists now. Mm. So. Convenient. Who does he assist Vernon is not the enemy. He's not Jay. I know, I know. I had my mind made up to Vern was the enemy, and I, I just <laughs> can't get, get that out of my head now, yeah. I was <laughs> sure. I even, I wrote it, I said, it's definitely Vernon. That's what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> well, it's so. Vernon. He does seem like the kind of guy who doesn't stand for anything, you know? Like, he's just like, no. I'll do whatever. I have no morals. I just go, I just go with the flow. I do whatever mm-hmm. feels right in the moment. So yeah. he's the type of person where like if a mom is like if your friends jumped off a bridge would you he's like absolutely he's like yeah, sure. why not? I'm sure they have a reason right mm-hmm. so Charlie he's he's like yeah guys it's really me and they ask how old he is and he's like technically I'm 28 but I've been around a lot longer than that and he says he was given a grimoire with real magic and all the spells worked um. By Barnum, right? Of Barnum and Bailey, which... PT. Greatest Showman. PT. The last spell um, in the book, apparently, in the whole book. 
<laughs> the whole reward, the last book, the last <laughs> spell was about immortality and it worked. Um, and he shows him the tarot, all of his stack of tarot cards and he, and Vernon goes to touch him. He's like, Oh, don't touch him. Vernon. They're still radioactive. Um, and Jay's like, you killed Vance and Jeb. And Charlie says that Jay was being humiliated and he did it to give Jay a gift. He used them to give Jay a gift. Oh, of immortality. And Charlie says, <laughs> Charlie says Jay was ready. You know, he was like, you're ready to kill yourself. So I saved you. Uh, I was there for you always. And I always will be. And he's like, I want both of you to come with me. The second time at life is so much better. Um, he's like, we know, we know how to do it. Like we, we know everything, but we don't have all the aches and pains. Um, and Charlie, he's like, I've never offered this before, but I've also never had friends like you. And Jay's like, who else has to die so that we can live forever? He's like this, this is not right. This is not good. Jesus. Mm. And Charlie. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Charlie. I'm sorry. Charlie says, um, he doesn't want to start all over again. And Vernon tells Jay. Vernon's like, we can be young again. Um, and then Charlie's like, it can be the three of us together, vital and young forever, which is, I don't know. And then Sam and Dean walk in and Dean says, he's like, immortality, huh? Neat trick. And Charlie says, it's not a trick. It's magic. And then um, a noose comes down. Yeah. And then a noose comes down and wraps around Dean and pulls him up. And Sam shoots Charlie, but Charlie just tinks it around in his mouth and spits it out. And he's like, wow, I've been, I've been working on that. Well, you're like, it around. Because he's like, put it in his mouth. Um, and then Charlie vanishes. But Dean is still struggling to not be, to not die. Um, he's struggling to not die. Um, As we all are. Yes. Charlie's like, I'll give up magic after Jay and Vernon are young again. And then Sam tries to stop Charlie again. And he ends up being locked onto the table of death Sam does because mm. Sam goes to like punch him and he just like pushes him and he's on the table of death and everything's locked and he, he's stuck there um so Sam and Dean are about to die um it's like this like tense moment of like the ropes are snapping on the table of death we see Dean like struggling and clawing at his neck and like trying to get out of the noose was just like horrifying for both this is not a good time for the Winchesters um but Jay stabs himself, which kills Charlie, um, because Jay planted a tarot card on him. So, like, very smart, but also I feel very bad for you, Jay. And Charlie accuses Jay. He's like, you really are going to pick strangers over me? Like, really? And then he dies. And Sam and Dean are freed just in time. Um, both, are, both are okay. And Jay is also okay, even though he just stabbed himself. Um, cause he's just, well, he did the tarot card thing. Oh, right. Cause he didn't get hurt from the other two things. But Jay is Charlie's body. Just like, <laughs> I was sorry. I was thinking like vampire diaries when like, there's the linking spell and the same, if you do yeah. one thing yourself, it happens to the other person. No. Um, this is magic. That, mm-hmm. That's all music. Magic. But this is different. Oh, is it? <laughs> That's oh, shit, happening. I haven't gotten there yet. She said linking spell. Said linking what a spell. spell. <laughs> is spell magic? There you go. No, I thought that was a little brewing thing they did in the little pot. <laughs> that's it's cooking. That. That's not magic. You're not going to sit here and tell me that's magic. 
I think um, there's so the only thing. Oh, no, I have two things from this from this scene. One, I don't understand how Charlie can just like disappear himself. Ooh, I magic. like it, though. Right, like he's like, I am actually very good at magic and I've been able to do this the entire time. <laughs> right. Like, I don't I'm I don't think like any other witch in the show does this. Mm. at least in this way <laughs> so like he just like poofs to a different spot in the room right. similarly to a spirit it's mm. very strange. we'll have to keep our eye out on witches in the future for sure it, I, yeah. he's very good whatever grimoire he had they need to find he's, that and keep it practicing for a very long time too so yeah i mean but maybe but not died very easily other people um yeah he did die very easily that's true my biggest thing is vernon being like uh, we could be young again. Like, like none of this is bothering Vernon. He does not yeah, care that other people died. Like, he's just like, oh, this is an excellent solution to our old age. Right, because being old is the worst thing you can be. And so... Not a murderer. Yeah. Let's be young. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get that twisted. Old people um, are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> According to Supernatural. Mm-hmm. According Scum to this, they are. Also, uh, Charlie says, because uh, Jay's like, oh, my God, how could you do this? And when Charlie says, I was there for you like I've always been, like I'll always be. And then he says, like, you can both do this. And it has the vibes of me that's, like, directly to Jay. I will always be there for you. And then being like, okay, Vernon as well. Would you both like <laughs> to partake in this spell? And so it's like very like Vernon to some things in the future. Well, yeah, it's like some things that we will see in the future that are like, you specifically are so important to me. Oh, wait, there are other people in the room. Let me, mm-hmm. who I do let care me about. include everybody. Right, who I do but care about, different. but not in the same way that I care about you. Yes. Yeah. So, uh. yeah. Yeah. Uh. Also, I don't fully understand like, no one actually had to die for him to do the immortality spell. Like, that stuff is separate from how I understand it from the immortality spell. So why couldn't he have just offered it to them before killing Vance and Jeb? Like, I feel like Jay would have maybe been more likely to do it if he had killed people for no reason. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, like, it wouldn't have brought Sam and Dean into the picture. Like, they would have been under the radar. Like, like, see, that's what, like, Dean was talking about. Like, magic is, like, crack, yeah. especially, like, black magic. Like, it just corrupts people. Um, and they just keep wanting a taste and a taste and a taste, and it escalates. Like, if it, like immortality isn't always bad. It's right. just, mm-hmm. like, the means that people go to get immortality and how they change when they achieve it. Right. So, <laughs> I bet Sam's like, man, I could have used this a year ago. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> He's thinking back to Doc Bitten and his stupid science that's not magic. It's just some weird science. Yeah. That we'll never fully get. <laughs> okay, so Jay is back at the bar from the beginning. Um, he's at a table and he's just messing around with some cards. Sam and Dean come in and they're like, hey, we want to thank you for what you did yesterday, which is a horrible way to phrase it. And Jay is like, I killed my best friend and you want to thank me? Like, guys, please, please think about what you're saying. Um, And Sam's like, 
anyway, where's Vernon? And Jay's like, well, he said that he never wanted to speak to me again because of what I did to Charlie. So, and Dean's like, Jay, you know, Charlie was never going to give up magic. Like, I know he said that, but like, he never was. And Jay shakes his head like he knows. And Dean tells him that he did the right thing. And Jay's like, are you sure I did the right thing? Because Charlie was like a brother and now he's dead because I did the right thing. He offered me a gift and I just threw it back in his face. Um, and now Jay has to live his life old and alone. And what's right about that? And then Jay, you know, he gets up, he walks out of the bar and the bartender from the beginning was like, oh, Jay, you left your cards. And he's like, yeah, just throw them away. Um, and he walks out. <laughs> I'm going to die soon anyways. <laughs> it's very like sad and awkward and Dean's like I don't know about you but I could use a beer and Sam's like I'm going on a walk <laughs> and Dean's like okay um, and Sam meets up with Ruby in her car he tells her that okay he's in um, and she's like well what changed your mind and he's like I don't want to be doing this as an old man and then they drive away so whatever he's been I <laughs> What's wild to me is that this entire episode was about, like, you should not go into temptation. And Sam, what Sam took from this was, like, okay, I should do whatever is the temptation. Yeah. 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 For sure. (laughs) Also, they just drive away. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're, we're going. We're doing the thing. That's the thing. Ruby drives. That's the thing. Yeah, that's his problem with it because he's she's a woman. Right. He's like, I just don't think you should do that. <laughs> she's like, you would never hardly drive. Dean drives. You're not a good driver. You like it, you like it when I drive, Sam. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it's just wrong. Um, I also like don't fully understand. So like, I assume Sam's saying like, I don't want to be doing this as in hunting when he's an old man, and. I think it's interesting that he thinks if they stop the like war between heaven and hell thing that's going on, that there will never be monsters that need to be hunted. <laughs> right. Like, why does he think that no one will need to hunt anymore? Like, he could just stop hunting. Like, he could just simply stop <laughs> he right. to like do this thing that he has a problem with. It's just yeah, yeah. Really the weird. the stepping stones he's getting to like using to get to this conclusion. They don't add up to me. No. <laughs> the math is not mathing. <laughs> the math is not mathing. Um, but Sam is convinced that it is mathing. And the mathing is, the equation is equaling whatever Ruby Vague talks about. Right. That's so he's like, I have to do it or else I will be hunting as an old man. It's just the only two options. Jay's monologue about like if um, Dean's sure if he did the right thing because Charlie was like a brother. We've already discussed that um but now he's dead all because of how jay did the right thing um and like now he has to live his life old and alone so like is that truly right and it's a very interesting perspective of being like okay so i'm saving other people but now like i don't have the life i want to live is that worth it like right self versus like the world and we already know what the brothers do yeah (laughs) like they save the world or they try to but it's usually at a consequence because they already tried to save each other yeah so so and that's just a theme that's going to keep popping up throughout the rest of this show with other characters too yeah 
Um, Abby Joe, the next episode is called After School Special. After School Special? Um, maybe we're going to see someone from Sam's past um, from Stanford. Oh. I don't know. I'm thinking school. I don't right. know. I'm trying to not be like, it's about it's about children. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe we're going to see someone because I know like <laughs> children. Just, just both children. Yeah, um, no Sam and Dean, just children. <laughs> Those are the monsters, <laughs> the children. <laughs> the kids are all right. The kids are all right. <laughs> You know, Supernatural um, loves a spooky child. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, maybe something happens like like happened in Skin, where we see uh-huh. someone like from Sam's school, like from Stanford, that uh-huh. is dealing with like a monster issue. I don't know how Sam's gonna hear about it because nobody knows what he does. But just a just a little thought. Right. Well, he heard about the Skin thing, so yeah. Yeah. Maybe you hear about this thing too. <laughs> um. Unfortunately, Castiel was not in this episode. Do you think he's going to be in the next one? Castiel? Yeah. Oh, yeah, where the fuck was he? Yeah. Oh, Jacob, tells, Jacob I didn't get to see him. Yeah, sorry. Um, and that's right. I was, I was promised an angel. No, you weren't. And I, <laughs> not in this episode, and I you got were. <laughs> fucking Vern and his okay. old decrepit <laughs> magic hands. Fine guy. I got these uh, old bitches instead of instead okay, of Cassiel. Yeah. It's season five. We'll pick an episode that has Cass in it. I the only reason I think Cassiel might be in this next episode is because we're gonna see whatever Sam is doing. I think maybe, maybe not, I don't know. But I think we might see You're what sure Sam is doing with Ruby. <laughs> And Cass is going pissed about that. <laughs> She's like, so I already know we're for sure going to see what Sam's doing with her in the next episode. And Cass is going to hate it. Cass is going to pop in very bitchy. Yeah, whatever it yeah. is, you can be pretty sure no. Cass isn't going to like it. <laughs> Cass hates... Cass doesn't hate, but he hates what Sam's been doing. He like seems the very stuff. grumpy. All the things I've seen from him, he seems very grumpy. Well, no, he it's only likes Dean. Literally everybody else he doesn't like. Mm. He, doesn't he only saves Sam because right he knows it makes Dean happy. Mm. Yeah, so at least that's what I've picked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so tune in next week for that. We'll see yeah. if Abby goes right. We will. Yeah. I'm probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we'll see you next. No, we'll be here next week. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Raising Perdition, a supernatural rewatch podcast hosted by Beth, Hannah, and Abby Joe. If you have anything kind to say or want to give us your comments on this episode, you can email us at raisingperdition at gmail.com. If you have complaints, concerns, or general nasty things to say to us, send them to lawboy at stanford.edu. We don't like the negativity. You can find us on Twitter and Hive at, at rperditionpod on Tumblr at at Raising Perdition Pod, and on TikTok at at Raising Perdition. Thanks for listening.